Hi, and welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. This podcast is all about how we can learn, grow, and strengthen from the challenges that everybody faces in life, valuing them as part of what makes us who we are and equips us for our future success. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, this is Toby Hazelwood with Kintsugi Life Podcast, episode 008, Patient, Persistent and Consistent. In this episode, I want to talk about how I believe the traits patience, persistence and consistency offer us a route out of adversity and into success. Whether you're working through a period of challenge or adversity, or trying to keep yourself motivated as you work towards your goals, These three traits appear to be key based on my experience, patience, persistence, and consistency in our actions. In this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast, I want to share my own experiences and interpretations of these traits and talk a little bit about how I strive to apply them in my own life. So let's get on to the content. So, In talking about patience, persistence and consistency, it may well sound to you like I'm trying to offer some sort of success formula. And I guess in a way I am, um, reluctant as I am to kind of say this is the one way of doing things. As I've been reflecting on it from my own perspective in terms of how I've got through times of adversity and challenge, how I've bounced back from difficulties, and also how I go about successfully working through projects and towards my goals, it strikes me that patience, persistency, and consistency in our actions are all key traits. As such, I thought it was worth a podcast episode on this very subject to see how we can apply these traits to the challenges we face or to the projects that we're tackling to get the best possible results and outcomes for ourselves in our lives. So with that, the first one, patience, is something that I think is incredibly key and it's also something that I've really struggled with in my own life from time to time. In fact, at most times, particularly going back to my childhood, as I'm sure my parents would testify. Um, patience is, is kind of critical to any endeavour. When you're in the midst of difficulty and adversity, we are all obviously desperate to move on, to get out of the times of challenge that we're in the midst of, and hopefully to try and make things feel better or to feel better in ourselves, feeling like we're actually genuinely getting through the challenge. Now, the patience aspect comes from the fact that obviously no one wants to be in a time of adversity for any longer than they have to be but it isn't obviously it's obviously necessary to to kind of adopt patience because really no one has any fixed idea of how long things are going to be the way they are all we know is that we need to kind of hold on for things to improve we need to do the things that we want to to do to bring about the improvement that we want to see and so patience is absolutely crucial because not knowing how long something's going to take we need to just go with it. We need to accept that we're in it for the long haul. And that it's something that we really have to kind of open our minds and our hearts to taking as long as it takes. Now, one of the big questions in the area of life after divorce that I get asked quite a lot within the divorced community that I run is how long will it take to feel better? And again, the honest answer is, I don't know. You know, no one knows. Obviously, divorce can take a set amount of time from a legal perspective at a minimum level. But, you know, people are genuinely talking about how long it's going to take for them to feel better, how long it's going to take to get over the hurt, to feel like they're rebuilding their lives again. 
<clears throat> excuse me, and one of the key challenges is there is no single way. All it takes is a bit of patience and a bit of pragmatism to accept that you know, a certain amount of time is going to have to pass before you feel better. Um, much the same, I guess, if you were coming back from a, from a sports injury or from a difficulty, a physical ailment, for example. You know, no one knows how long it really takes to um, <clears throat> heal and to feel better. All we do know is you actually have to put in the effort to, to rehabilitate yourself and to get over the trauma that you've suffered before you're able to actually feel better again. And in that, it takes patience too. And obviously the next area in which patience applies is if we're actually trying to work through a project or work towards a goal. And one of the key things that patience plays a part in in that is that inevitably we're, we're kind of impatient for success. We're naturally keen that we want to get to that goal. We're naturally focused on what the end point looks like and how much better our life's potentially going to be when we've achieved that goal or when we've completed that project. And patience is absolutely essential because if, if my experience of life is anything to go by, and I think it is pretty representative, um, any project, no matter what it is, no matter what it entails, whether it's something as simple as, um, I don't know, completing the sale of a vehicle if you're selling a vehicle privately, or alternatively, you know, something revolutionary like building a, building a business, establishing a business and getting a new product out to market, Everything seems to take at least two to three times as long as you anticipate that it will do when you set out on the journey. Um, it's not to say that everything's always more complicated. Of course, there will be the exceptions. But, you know, generally speaking, things do take a lot longer than you think they will do. And for that reason, having that patience as you start the endeavour is absolutely key. You know, there's no way you can set out and expect that everything's going to conform to your timeline. There will be the things that come out of nowhere that blindside you and knock you off track or difficulties that you have to overcome as part of the journey. And all you can really do is accept that that's going to happen. Take those things in your stride and carry on working towards it because you don't have control over the timeline. All you have control over is what you actually do. And by carrying on, keeping putting in the work, keeping on doing the, the good things, the good practices that you need to, to undertake in order to achieve your project or to heal from the, the adversity, those are the things that are going to make the difference. So patience is absolutely key. So the next trait in my list is persistence. Now when we're persistent, I guess what I mean by that is that we are, it's not about a one-off action, it's not about a one-off good day or a, a one-off thing that suddenly we expect to make all the difference in our worlds. You know, persistence means doing the right things over and over again, or repeatedly carrying on with what you're doing rather than expecting that you do something once and it brings about the results that you're desiring. So when we're working through a time of adversity, again, I'll use the two different examples, in a time of adversity such as a divorce or a breakup of a relationship, you know, we're going to have good days and we're going to have bad days, but being persistent about working through that process generally means taking on everything that we need to take on and dealing with it as efficiently and effectively as possible. So there'll be the difficult conversations that you need to have, there'll be the logistical matters that you need to kind of work through and plan in order to um, ultimately enable you to move forward with your life and to, move your ex to allow your ex to move on with their life. Um, Persistence doesn't mean just kind of having one good day, getting everything done on that given day and then slumping again and allowing yourself to wallow. Being persistent in your actions and in your motives is about 
doing the right thing again and again and again, day after day, week after week, month after month. And the same obviously goes for when we're working on a project or when we're working towards achieving one of our goals. You have to be persistent if you're going to expect any lasting results. You know, if you if your business is something related to turning out content, as quite a big part of my business is, you know, I record videos, I write a lot of blog posts, I create these podcasts, and I curate a lot of information together. I have to be persistent in doing that. I have to keep on doing it. I have to do it repeatedly. Otherwise, you know, it, what does it actually amount to? You know, the odd podcast, the odd video, and, and a blog post every month or so. You know, that wouldn't be anything. That wouldn't serve any community. It wouldn't bring a valuable source of information together. I have to be persistent in doing the things that are needed to be done. Sometimes, whether I feel like it or not, you know, sometimes it's the least appealing thing in the world. But actually, having that discipline to say, right, I'm going to be persistent about this and I'm going to carry on doing it regardless. Even when I get adverse feedback or when I get negative comments or trolling or you know people who get in touch to kind of criticise my work or, or alternatively when the world seems apathetic and doesn't take notice of what I'm doing, you know it's still necessary to be persistent and, and kind of have that spirit of carrying on regardless. So persistence is absolutely critical when it comes to either working through difficulties or working towards something positive. And it kind of hangs with patience as well because you know, one of the biggest challenges to being persistent is when you kind of don't see the results from your efforts and you don't see the fruits of your labours emerging. Actually, sometimes there is going to be apathy, as I say, and all we really have the choice to do is to carry on regardless, to carry on doing what we know needs to be done, regardless of whether we're getting the feedback we think we need or not. You know, and sometimes you get the feedback and you need to listen to it, you need to take it on board, uh, and it gives you a valuable source of insight into what you need to do to change the situation. But Fundamentally, you know, persistence means either acting on it or not acting on it, but either way, you carry on doing what you're doing. So persistence is absolutely fundamental. And the last trait that I want to talk about has kind of two different strands to it, and that's consistent. So when someone's consistent with something, in this context, for me, it means they kind of turn up and they show up and do the same thing when they need to do it regardless of the circumstances so you know if I'm if I'm training myself for a marathon for example I need to train consistently otherwise I'm never going to get fitter I'm never going to be ready for the race so being consistent in that means you know if it's raining outside if it's cold if it's sunny if it's hot regardless of the weather conditions regardless of how I feel whether I feel stiff and tired or whether I feel energetic and wide awake you know I'm going to be out there doing my training run when my training program tells me I have to be and I do that consistently without any kind of wavering um, having that kind of that approach to life and that approach to your endeavors whether that's working through the times of challenge or working towards something positive like a project or towards a goal is absolutely fundamental to be consistent in your approach to that. It's to be turning up on, on a day-in, day-out basis and doing what needs to be done on that day to enable you to achieve and to reach that goal, regardless of how you feel, regardless of the conditions in the environment, the weather, whether you've got the money to do so, or you know whether you've had an argument with your, your partner or whatever, you know whatever outside factors are at play. Regardless of those things, you're consistent and you can turn up and you do what you need to do on that day. And that's, that's kind of the fundamental nature of being consistent. The other aspect to it is having consistency about your demeanour and about your personality. And what I mean by that is, you know, it can be quite 
difficult, particularly when we're working through the times of adversity, but also when we're kind of trying to do everything we can to make a goal happen. Sometimes, you know, our our behaviour and our mindset and our our feelings on the subject get in the way of our progress. Um, and it's it's kind of hard sometimes to feel, you know, that you've got the, the energy and the enthusiasm to devote to a project or to devote to the process of having the difficult conversations you need to have with your ex or speaking to the bank to try and get money so that you can, you know, enable yourself to move out from your former marital home or, you know, working on a project and, and trying to recruit someone and appear enthusiastic or appear, appear enthusiastic on a sales call. You know, all those things may require you to kind of put on a facade or to, to, to artificially portray yourself to be a certain way just in order that you can be consistent. But you know what? That's what actually you have to do. You know, you have to be consistent. You have to be consistent in the way that you behave. You have to be consistent in the way that you deal with other things and other people. Um, and there's nothing better, nothing more effective in either scenario than, than being that person who everyone else thinks of as being reliable, being consistent in the way that they treat other people, consistent in the way they talk to other people, and consistent in the way that they act. I don't know if you've ever had to deal with someone whose behaviours and whose kind of demeanour is completely unpredictable. And if you have, you have my sympathy because I've met a few people and, and even you know been in relationships with similar people at various times. And it's an extremely difficult thing to deal with. You know, it's extremely challenging when you don't have any real clue as to how a given person is going to react to something on a given day. You know, especially when they could react in two completely different ways to the exact same information or the exact same situation, depending on their inner mood. And if you think of it in the other in the context of how you need to get what you need to get out of life you're far more likely to have positive interactions with other people and to get positive outcomes from certain situations or from all situations if you are a consistent person to deal with. And so that really means, you know, taking control of your mood and sometimes accepting that, you know, you may not be in the mood for this right now, but you come what may, you have to you have to be consistent, you have to be reliable, you have to be predictable, you have to show up and have that conversation and be able to be rational about it rather than letting your emotions take control rather than kind of letting your own thoughts run away with you and and actually consistency in those kinds of interactions whether you want to get something out of someone or a situation or whether you're dealing with someone who you feel may be making unreasonable requests of you either way if you're consistent you're going to have a far better outcome from that situation so consistency in both contexts is key. So I'm going to wrap up now because I feel that this is a kind of a topic where you need to kind of reflect on it from your, for your own perspective because depending on how you're going to apply these traits in your life, I think it requires some reflection and some consideration about how you can bring those traits to bear in your life. You know, some people are incredibly patient, um, but they're quite happy just to go with the flow and not necessarily be consistent or persistent in their actions, but rather just to wait for things to settle and wait for the right thing to come about. And I think you do need to apply an element of each of the traits in your life to see the outcomes that you, you kind of ultimately want to see. So you need to be patient, you need to kind of have the long game in mind and think about you know things taking as long as they need to take. But rather than just waiting it out, you also need to be persistent in your actions. You need to keep applying yourself in every way you can possibly think of to either work through the time of challenge 
or to put in the efforts to try and achieve your goal. And you need to do that consistently. You know, you need to show up on a regular basis and and kind of do everything in a consistent manner. So if you've said you're gonna do something on a regular basis on a you know three times a week, you do it three times a week. If you've said if you've committed to a training plan, for example, you don't kind of do it for three times week one and week two and week three, you maybe manage two times and by week four you're barely there at all. You know, if you if you're consistent to something and you're committed, you stick with it. And finally, you know, you need to also be consistent in the way you deal with others. So that means maintaining your mood, maintaining your optimism, maintaining your spirit, and really making sure that the way that you tackle this is the way that you would expect others to tackle it. You know, you treat other people as you'd wish to be treated. You maintain a consistent means of dealing with others and, and kind of respect others and treat others as you would wish them to treat you. And in that way, you've got the scope to keep moving forwards and to keep either making progress towards getting out of the adversity or alternatively to actually making significant progress towards your goals, towards completion of the project. And in either instance, you have the facility then to, to kind of make sure you're employing those three traits and make the progress you want to and deserve to make and come out of it better, stronger and a, and a more effective version of yourself. So a bit of a shorter um, podcast than normal, um, and I, I appreciate I've rambled a little bit. I've tried to go a little bit more unscripted so that it's a bit more natural because this is just my thoughts on the subject. I'd welcome your your comments back to me in terms of what you found useful or things that you've kind of learned about yourself in applying these traits. And you know, I just generally like to hear what you think. Um, and if you have any suggestions for other future topics that I may be able to cover then of course you've got the contact information uh, in the show notes for this uh, for this podcast. So in the meantime, this is Toby saying, uh, I hope you're well, I hope you're achieving, I hope you're getting through any adversity that you're facing. Uh, and until next time, this is Toby with the Kintsugi Life Podcast saying goodbye. Goodbye. This has been the Kintsugi Life Podcast from Toby Hazelwood. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful and I'd welcome feedback or contact from you to let me know your thoughts. You can reach out on toby at kintsugilife.co. Thank you.